It's my hope that in this episode, as I become vulnerable with myself, I then become vulnerable to you all. Well, come on in. Welcome. And my name is Ayamide Fajini. Welcome to the Fly from Africa podcast. Yo, yo, my people. Welcome, welcome again to another Biz Bass, Bass Bulls episode of the Fly from Africa podcast. Well, maybe this episode in particular is not those best most like I was saying. I think this episode might be a little more chiller as I am in my era of exploring the different routes I can podcast um, because I think for our journey, especially as a content creator, sometimes you might end up becoming um, losing your freedom to what you're creating because you're afraid you might lose your audience and i don't think this is only in content creating this is also in many aspects but because you're scared of losing your audience you don't explore you don't get to the ultimate purpose of what you're putting out and so for me i'm in this season of exploring i have kind of stepped back a little about chasing numbers and all of that mm, getting there in the process so in this process of exploring i don't know if you guys got to listen to my solo episode where i kind of dramatized my podcasting and today i am bringing some spoken words um i think i'm going to do some spoken words in the beginning and then i'm going to talk a little later well, even if you're not a poetry fan or that's not like a, a form of art that is entertaining to you, I think spoken words is a little different because it's so dramatic. So it's very um, entertaining. It kind of drags people in. But aside from that, it's not long. Usually like spoken words do not extend beyond four minutes, four minutes, 30 seconds. So even if this is your first time kind of giving your time to spoken words, I think it's not going to be a bad idea. So let me start with spoken words. Wait, I think I'm supposed to say something before I start, right? I'm supposed to be like dramatic and be like, say something else. Like, how are you guys doing? I hope your month is going well. i you got that dirty December plan going because I do. Ah, eh, this year, we're going to show up in Nigeria together. Let it be known, it's only our audience that heard about this. I didn't tell nobody I'm going to Nigeria, Aspa, the Nigeria and me. But if you listen to the Fly From Africa podcast, or if you're my friend, you get to hear it from my podcast. And so good for you. And so I'm very excited. I got dirty December plan. I will be in Nigeria. I will accent about to change see all these accents you be where i'm saying hey, we, are, we are we are rolling our is about to be thrown away oh i'm a <laughs> new accent you're about ghetto proper because nobody's about to chance me this christmas so we're going to be in asia we're going to be having fun getting late rolling booty is that said december baby maybe that that might be like the, the title for this episode i think that would be a good title well i don't know what you guys plans are let me know if you're gonna be in lag i'm not a lagos babe and nobody's going to pressure me to being a lagos baby uh if you're not nigerian listen to this uh episode usually everybody thinks 
you know, if you're elite Nigerian, then you got to be from Lagos. See, I'm elite Nigerian, but I'm from I'm from Ogun State. If it sounds better to you, Ogun State or Abekuta, where I come from, is about like what an hour drive to Lagos. But still, I don't think it carries the elements of Lagos. Is that outskirts of a populous town? But it's nothing like Lagos. It's like where you go to breathe, to chill, to tap into culture. I think I come from a very cultural traditional part of nigeria Bekota is known for being an historical city so it has a lot of history a lot of culture and you know maybe i don't want the lagos life i, I have no choice but to kind of live the lagos life knowing most of my friends are in lagos and a lot of things that i might be doing is also in lagos but i love where i come from i love being from an historical city and just being there just chill living a life that is not similar to my american life so i look forward to that to being around family and linking up with friends on my booze see i'm about to have five husbands this christmas and nobody can stop me because <laughs> let me tell you something let me tell you something if america is not giving me husband nigeria will give me husband and talking about husband it brings me to my spoken words of today um, I don't know what to give the title should be. You people can give me ideas in our Spotify Q&A or what the title for this poem should be. Um, I don't know. Maybe last Christmas, maybe Dirty December. Well, no, Dirty December sounds wrong. Maybe Blue Christmas. I don't know what the title should be, but whatever the title is or should be, please let me know and let me get started. I have to get into the vibe, so there's going to be a little bit of calmness and then the spoken words this year again i'm having a blue christmas since i keep giving my heart to men will return it with so much quickness they claim my emotions are too decorated too christmasly too heavy they can't bear the weight because i keep giving my heart out like every day is christmas don't get it twisted my heart is not a tree it is made of water, it holds the tree. So a Christmas story then becomes the story of a mermaid and a fisherman, the fish, then the leaf. One said, I smell like the sea. And the river of my heart might just wash him away like a river could possibly wash out a rock unless it's broken away. And because my heart is the sea, it leaves me blue again. It's Christmas, it's cold, it's long, it's blue again, and I'm getting over yet another man again. Last man, the fisherman that saw my tide said it was too high, so he ran. So this Christmas, I hold back because each one keeps taking a drop of my ocean, and damn, how much love do I have? How much love can I give before I'm drained just to not get a return? Holding back, unable to flow and flourish, I turn blue again. Hoping it's Christmas, I'm not a drought to so the next man that comes again. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but we failed again. And this Christmas, I hold back again. So right before he makes me a well, I hold on to him. Because this Christmas, I refuse to cry again. So I do not become a drought before I'm found again. Not that I desire a white Christmas. Because what is an ocean if it's all frozen? But I desire something in between, not blue, not white, maybe green. Like my jealousy for the Christmas tree, how we can resist the cold and still stay moist. Stays green despite the harshness of the winter. How much of its leaves could men possibly wither? And I wish I had the same standard for men. But it's Christmas. 
and it's not about broken hearts so i speak from a mending hearts so next season that i find love that stays and that doesn't drain or shrink me into a drought a love as christmasly as christ but it's already here and it's christ so i breathe christmasly merry christmas there's hope and that was that so this poem that i just read um, I cannot explain it to you. I really want you to just listen and take your meaning from it. I mean, I can neither deny <laughs> or prove how exact that poem is or how um, true each each line is, really. And I think that's the beauty of poetry. I think um, poetry is the most beautiful paradox existing in art form. It's like the one place where... The words are so naked, but they're so hidden. So it's like the perfect place to hide yourself. And that's how really I go into spoken words. Um, I felt like at a younger age, I had the stories that I thought they were weird. They were, they were very different to what other people had to share. And I was kind of nervous about sharing them. I was not very bold. I didn't want to really say like, oh, this is what I have seen at this young age of mine. Or this is what I have been doing at this young age of mine. So I felt like spoken words for me more than poems itself was my like hiding point where i get to still share my story but in a very hidden form um but not hidden so it's kind of weird it's a paradox it's hidden yet it's naked um but for this poem even though like i can't explain exactly how true or how untrue and what exactly i was trying to say i can kind of share uh, the process that got me to the spoken words or this poetry for whatever however you choose to to refer them because poetry so spoken words is a form of poetry it's just more dramatic it's more uh, it's a action poetry so you stand in front of a crowd and you dramatize what you have written compared to just poems where it's mostly on paper so it's mostly read sometimes people uh yeah People will read it. Sometimes you can write poem and still read like there's poetry reading and that's not spoken word. So you can read your poems. They're not as like long and they're not as dramatic. I think the difference between spoken words and just like traditional poems I feel like traditional is a wrong use of words. Yo, if you're an artist, don't 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 nail me to the cross for this, okay? Um, I'm just trying to explain in layman terms, and I think I just lost everybody. Anyways, even though I can't explain my poem, because I want you to find your meaning, because that's the beauty of poetry. It's interesting that I wrote this from whatever process I was going through, but somebody else listens to it and they take a whole different meaning, and that's really deep. The beauty the beauty of poetry but anyways for me i think um i got to this to this um stage of writing something like this because it's christmas first of all and um second of all this season is a season where you know everybody got matching pjs you know if you're in the diaspora i feel like it's a thing no, actually back home too Nigeria, wherever you are whatever part of africa wherever you migrated from or the diaspora where you are, you know, matching, it's the season of love, season of matching PJs, everybody's with that boo thing, you know, or that boo-boo, whatever that be. And I feel like this season for the people that don't even have a PJ to begin with, not to talk of matching PJs, or who are, who are not as, who are not even comforted enough to have a PJ, what do they do in the season? 
what happens to their mind what happens to their heart what kind of christmas are they going through so i kind of i thought about that i thought about myself if i was just lonely at christmas if i didn't have all the things that i have um what kind of got me there to be that person who is lonely at christmas and i i i thought to myself i think it's because i've been so christmasy and i'm not even saying that i'm saying that because you know i am i was that girl where like through college i was one of those like obedient african child and so while i was in college i didn't feel the need to date also like i lived with my brother my first two years of college and so it's not like the freedom was there for me to explore and be dating like also i didn't want to be hiding anything i don't have the heart for like hiding or whatever it wasn't if i was not doing it freely and funly i didn't want to do it and so living with my brother i couldn't date because it was strict and not that it was strict he just thought it was weird that you know a teenager a teenager would date so i didn't date in college and even after I moved out of my brother's house or when I joined the military, because I joined the military at 19 and I felt like that was my first, like, boom, I can kind of do whatever I want and nobody's watching me or nobody cares. But even when I was in the military, I still felt like, oh, I was young. Um, I wasn't bold enough to even explore and date and all of that. So I didn't really date till after college. And this is me. I'm like the total African parents, right? Boom, after college, I didn't even want to just find a boyfriend. I just wanted a husband. And so that process, and you know, even at that older age, my heart is still kind of fresh. My friends were talking about being brokenhearted and I couldn't really relate. So after college dating, all I had was my heart, you know? Like, I don't know if you know who Jacob Banks is, is this artist, and from like, I think his last album, he was saying, all I got is love and light. Like, all I got, all he got was love and time. And I think that's very similar to me, just going into the dating world after, after college. I feel like all I had was love and time. And as I met people, I realized that's not what other people had. And for me, knowing like dating was new to me, then um, I started to kind of internalize how people received my love. I just thought it's not supposed to be like that. Like I'm still, I'm too all over the place with my heart and I need to hold back a little. So I remember like one guy that I met and one of his reasons of why our coming together struggled was because he couldn't meet up my heart. He said my emotions were too much. He said my energy was too high. He couldn't keep up, so he struggled. And he thought, like, maybe if I'd given him more time, maybe you could have gotten there. But I don't know. I just, I got, like, I just, I guess I was just a walking, I don't know, a walking butterfly. And I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't really date as much. Maybe it's just because of who I am. Because I really, one thing I know I prayed for a lot growing up, that I become joy. That I feel like... In entirety, if somebody asks me what is my dream in life, I feel like it's to become joy to somebody else, to the world. I feel like that's what I wanted to offer. And so in my name, my name is Ayomide, which means my joy has come. I feel like I am. my life is living the prophecy of my name. That's a whole different topic, how I got named and the poetry I wrote on that. So I feel like I, I, I carry joy, I carry excitement, and there's nothing I can do about that. But I think I struggled when I started dating because I started to internalize how people received my love. I was like, I don't think this is how I should love. So I wanted to hold back. I started to, to, to beat myself up. Like, I need to know how to learn the game. I can't be loving too much. Uh, the relationship is a game out here. All of that shot kind of made me arrive at Blue Christmas, which maybe I kind of gave a title to this poem where, like, blue, you know what it means to feel blue? 
uh, the Christmas season that is called blue. It just means just like being cold or remembering those who are lonely and stuff like that or those who don't have family in that season. So I think I kind of brought that to the spoken words where it's that season where everybody's happy and with people that they love, yet there are some where this is their season to comfort themselves of comfort that they do not have a love. Mm, that's a bad choice of word. That they do not have a partner, somebody to share that season with, or a big family to share that season with. And I, all I'm trying to say, I don't know, this is not a lesson episode. This is just an episode of sharing the process that got me here. So I hope going forward for myself, a lesson for myself, if anything, if I must take a lesson out of this, is that I trust the love that I have that I do not internalize other people's way of receiving anything that I have to offer at all because that changes a lot. That that changes how I view myself. I, I Now I've become somebody who trusts myself a little more that the foundation of the things that I offer in the world, it's Christly and, and it's good. And so um, before I call myself the problem, maybe I should just... First of all, think about the other person because I'm 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 used to thinking, internalizing things and, and thinking I am the problem before thinking the other person may be the problem or it's just not working. It doesn't even mean the other person is the problem, but whatever the reason may be, I just internalize. I used to internalize things and think, oh, I'm just a problem. I, I'm just loving too much. People should not be like that. Uh, people should not be out there like that. So I hope this season. As we get into Christmas, knowing this is the beginning of December, that you don't hold back your love this year. That it doesn't matter how your family has been all year. And that we do not give love because of what people do. That we give love because we're loving. Uh, we do not share because people give back to us. We share because we're people called to share. That um, we do not give all of us out, all of ourselves out, because people gave all of themselves back to us. We just give because that's who we are. We give love. We give joy. We share. And it's not about or because of what other people did. So as you go home to your family this Christmas, that you forgive, that you let go, that you forget, that you be kind. And to make it even more Christian-y, um, I started listening. No, I was reading this thing. I was talking about the love of Christ and it's the only the, the the biggest thing about acting out that love is patience endurance but can only be found through Christ because Christ was ever so patient and so patiently enduring and um, we as people I think we're incapable of just giving human love I think this Christmas I I implore you to be somebody who shares Christ's love I know everybody listening to this is not Christian but maybe you may be able to tap to this in a different way. What love you have to offer is just, it's not, it's not from your human self. It's from a bigger source. Because trying to get love from my human mind, it's very tiring. Um, I think we're just incapable of doing that. We need something bigger than us to, to help us to forgive, to let go, to forget, and to just keep enduring and being patient because i really think that's what love is at the end of the day so this this christmas i implore you to be patient to be kind to tap into a bigger source to help you to do this to just give love um i think that's it i don't guys yo 
this podcast, this this podcast thing, eh, sometimes you just talk and you don't even know if you rambled or you didn't. Anyways, forgive me if I rambled half of the time. And I don't know how you guys will take this episode, but you know, it doesn't really matter anymore to me because I'm just out here. I'm just giving out what I am called to give out. And I don't know how you guys will take it, but no, and I'm not trying to be nonchalant. I hope you guys receive this well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have something to say to what I said. You know, that if you put a a reply, a response on our Spotify Q&A, it makes me feel like, ah, somebody actually listened to this. Somebody can relate. And not that that determines what I have to offer, but that encourages me to offer more to, to, to more people. Like, I'm like, somebody actually is tapping into this. Oh, Jesus, what am I saying again? Yo, talking... Talking and recording an episode is so funny because you want to, if you don't do scripts and you're just talking from your head, it's wild. Sometimes you just talk shit. So forgive me if I spoke shit. Oh God, I'm getting distracted. I am sorry. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this Glorious Wednesdays episode. I don't know why I just use Glorious. It's probably because I'm Celestian. Anyways, I wish you a wonderful Christmas. Uh, yo, if you're a podcaster as well in Nigeria listening to this episode, let's link up this December. I'm ready. Or if you are just husband that wants to link up with me, wants to take me out, let's let's link up. It's dead to December. If you don't have anything to say to this episode, it's okay. Just let me know what your December plans are on our Instagram, on our Spotify Q&A, or Apple comments. Or just DM us. Uh, don't forget our DM or our Instagram is at Fly From Africa Podcast. Our email is Fly From Africa Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow once Elia. Uh, baby girl is doing baby girl things right now. Hey girl, I know we always shout out to each other on every episode. Of course, I'll do that. I didn't do it at the beginning, but of course, I'll do it at the end. Uh, but thank you for guys. Thank you for this year. Thank you for staying in our corner. I think we have more, two, two more episodes before the year ends. Um, but anyways, keep staying in our corner. Uh, love you guys and let us pray. Jehovah, Jesus Christ, Holy Michael, Lord, we just, we just bless your name. We just say thank you for the grace of just being people who can speak and we can hear from each other. Thank you for that platform that you have created enough for us to share minds and share ideas despite where we all are in the world thank you for the grace of voice thank you for the grace of wisdom of knowledge to share to speak but more so to tap into what somebody else is saying i hope that this season you just guide our hearts comfort our soul our mind that you bless us it's also the season to spend so that you you come through for us financially this year that you help us to break through but more so that you just comfort our hearts this season, that you help us to love, that you lead our hearts to, to, to the enormous kind of love that we can give that out and share it with the people around us. Thank you for your grace, God. For in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Love you guys. <laughs>